Blog Talk Radio. Your attention, please, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming. It's Tuesday night, and it's 7.30 p.m., everyone. It's time for your national family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thorne. The acclaimed news talk program has earned a reputation as a high-quality example of digital journalism. We deliver the conversations you want to hear about, the news defining our time. You can expect expert and celebrity guests weekly. This popular show is the recipient of the Bold Award in Journalism and has the We Day Excellency in Journalism Award. Let's bring in our on-air host, the one and only Shana Thornton. Well, good Tuesday evening, everyone, and welcome to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. And, of course, I am Shana, and I welcome you to a universal journalistic show that aims to inform you about the timely issues that truly impact all of us. And I am very excited you're on with us tonight because we have one exciting featured topic. You should know that you can stream us from any location in the world. Literally, we've had listeners on from London, England, from uh, Nigeria and Africa, and also from New York City. So join us, okay? Uh, let others know location is not an issue at all. Again, we're universal news talk for everyone. Well, everyone, it is Tuesday, April the 12th. Can you believe it? We are almost in the middle of April. What an amazing spring so far. We haven't had a, a whole lot of warm weather, but spring is with us, and it's been a beautiful month um, already either way. Now, uh, tonight's lineup will impress, okay? If this is your first time listening in to Let's Talk America Radio, get ready because we offer a variety of news topics with featured leading expert guests and celebrities. And tonight we have the one and only acclaimed television medical correspondent, Dr. Bob Arnott on. He joins us to talk about the health benefits of coffee. Yes, coffee. You have to hear this. I know we have a lot of coffee drinkers out there. We have a lot of non-coffee drinkers out there. So listen in to his conversation, his exclusive interview, because it's uh, quite impressive. Hear his medical argument, okay? Of course, as always, your health matters. We also have a Joy Bauer with us tonight, and many of you uh, may recognize her name. She's a very popular registered dietitian and nutritional expert, and she talks about a specialized diet for those suffering from a certain digestive condition. Now, we also chat with the president of John Hancock Insurance and the dean of the School of Nutrition Science and Policy at Tufts University about a new healthy shopping program. Now, this may help you with the weight issue so many Americans are struggling with, okay? So do stick with us tonight. It's one full comprehensive show um, that aims to inform. Um, lastly, I have two interviews that will close us out that are tied directly to an amazing community event I attended this past weekend. It was the 2016 Let Your Voice Be Heard benefit, which put the spotlight on sexual assault awareness. So you want to stay with us to listen to these very brief interviews, um, but I believe you will be inspired by both individuals I had the opportunity to interview. All right. 
right, everyone. Now, you know we love great conversation. We love talking here on Let's Talk America Radio, but we also adore fabulous music. And tonight we will feature the tunes of Carnell Morrell, Carnell Morrell out of Texas. The song is My Atmosphere. Looking forward to you hearing that one. It is an amazing selection. Of course, we have In the News, where we cover the top news in just minutes. So you want to stay with us. And always, as always, we have our inspirational quote for tonight's segment. All right. So get ready. Message and text all of your family, friends, colleagues, and neighbors. And let them know that Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton is on right now. We're in your ear. We're ready set to kick off tonight's show officially. Hey, while you're at it, if you happen to be strolling down uh, Instagram or Facebook or you're on Pinterest, go ahead and hashtag LTA Radio. LTA Radio. All caps or lower caps, it doesn't matter. Let others know that you are tuned in and you are listening to us right now. We're ready to get it started. It's Tuesday night. Let's Talk America Radio is in your ear. Let's get it. Need to see a doctor today and can't wait two weeks for an appointment? Are you tired of waiting for hours on end in the emergency room? Well, good news. Get Well Urgent Care is open seven days a week from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Dr. Baruti and his well-trained staff specialize in minor surgical procedures like keloid removal, IV therapy, telemedicine, and a six-month physician-supervised weight loss program. Get Well Urgent Care is located in Douglasville, Georgia, Interstate 20, Exit 37. Call 404-937-3508 or go to www.getwellga.org. Greetings, I'm Sean Gilliland, etiquette consultant and author of the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette. Do you know how to make a proper introduction? Would you like to learn new techniques on how to communicate effectively to advance your career or increase your clientele? The Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette teaches you the intricacies of etiquette that will sharpen your business acumen, making you and your ideas more appealing to clients and employers. Did you know social skills often take more time to learn than technical ability? Employers place as much or more emphasis on personality. With the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette, you will learn valuable business and social etiquette skills to enhance your professional image, polish your communication skills, and build your brand with positive first impressions to gain a competitive edge. The Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette will help you avoid unconscious mistakes that sabotage your corporate image, profitable alliances, and reputation. The book benefits all professional levels, including children and young adults, because the principles of proper etiquette never changes. Enjoy a great book the whole family can read together, while learning business and social etiquette skills you can use in the boardroom and beyond. Visit successwithetiquette.com for your copy of the Success with Etiquette Book of Etiquette. And to learn more about our exciting books and programs, contact area code 202 
Welcome back, everyone, to Let's Talk America Radio. Again, I'm very honored that you are with us tonight. I want to always give a special thank you to all of our national sponsors and partners. Your support means everything. It truly is priceless. Thanks for sticking with us and believing in our mission of delivering universal news talk for every single member of the household. Of course, I'd be remiss if I did not acknowledge all of our dedicated weekly loyal listeners. Thank you for sticking with us each and every Tuesday night live at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and also a huge kudos and shout-out goes out to those who go back and listen to the Replay podcast, okay? I know many of you visit our website, of course, which is www.letstalkamericawithshanathornton.com. And some of you, of course, uh, go back on iTunes because you're listening to other uh, selections there. So we are on iTunes now, just a friendly reminder, and we've gotten the feedback that many of you have discovered us out there on iTunes. So thanks for listening to the Replay podcast again because if you missed any part of this show, and want to go back and listen to it, or perhaps for a third and fourth time, you're welcome and encouraged to. So check out our website or get back on iTunes, okay? Well, everyone, if you've listened to Let's Talk America Radio before, it's likely that you know it's time for In the News, of course, which is our signature segment where we highlight the top trending news from around the globe. We're set to kick it off this Tuesday, April 12, 2016. In the News, presidential candidates desperately seek delegates. Both Democratic and Republican presidential candidates are attempting to secure delegates ahead of their nominating conventions. Do note that frontrunner Secretary Hillary Clinton and businessman Donald Trump are reportedly trying to achieve challenge-proof majorities against rivals. Upcoming primary races will now move to the Northeast area of the U.S. In the news, as many of you already know, of course, and we did mention quickly last week, Villanova Wildcats clinched the national championship for the men's NCAA basketball. Well, the final score against the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill was 77-74. to Now, player Chris Jenkins shot a three-pointer at the final buzzer, which gave the Wildcats the big win in one of the most dramatic championship games and tournament history. Now, favorite Connecticut has won yet another national championship for women's NCAA basketball. The team beat Syracuse 82-51. Now, our final reporting for tonight is some disturbing news from New Orleans. Former New Orleans Saint defensive end Will Smith was killed in a violent shooting connected to what is now being viewed as an apparent road rage incident. Smith's wife was shot twice in the right leg, but she is expected to survive. The fatal shooting occurred Saturday night after a multi-car accident occurred. Now, police have 28-year-old Cardell Hayes in custody for second-degree murder. Now, the suspect's father was fatally shot in 2005 by a police officer that former football player Will Smith had dined with earlier that night. Police are currently stating the suspect and the deceased did not know each other. Now, the suspect's attorney is claiming his client was not the aggressor in the situation that led to the fatal shooting. Members of the NFL have publicly expressed condolences for Smith. Now, we will certainly keep you updated with the news story as it develops, but very disturbing news, of course. Um, Violence of any type is very disturbing, okay? 
Well, everyone, uh, that does it for In the News for this week. Do stay with Let's Talk America Radio as we continue to keep you informed. Of course, again, universal news talk for every single member of your household. I would like to uh, give you a friendly reminder that Let's Talk America Radio has now partnered with SCBTV Channel 182 News out of Atlanta Metropolitan, Georgia, of course, where we deliver a televised edition of In the News. So check us out. The uh, quickest way to do that is simply visit our website again at www.letstalkamerica with shanathornton.com. Again, that's www.letstalkamerica with shanathornton.com. Hey, uh, continue uh, the news conversation with me by connecting with me on Twitter. I love Twitter, and that's where I continue to share the top trending global stories. My handle on Twitter is SS. Thornton, S.S. Thornton on Twitter. That's S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. All right, everyone. Well, I'm very excited to feature this exclusive conversation again with the very well-known Dr. Bob Arnott. Hey, I'm not sure what generation you are in. Maybe you're a millennia. Maybe you're a Generation X. or Maybe you're a baby boomer or you're older. But many of us remember Dr. Bob Arnott. I sure did. I remember sitting down in the living room and looking at his various news reports that always found fascinated me even at a very young age. And what an honor to sit and speak with him tonight for an exclusive interview talking about your health. He is going to give a very strong and persuasive argument about coffee and how it perhaps can help prevent cancer, even depression and heart disease. Some of those hard-hitting facts um, were quite shocking to me, maybe to you, but hey, certainly listen in. And again, message family, friends, colleagues. Let them know that Dr. Bob Arnott is on Let's Talk America Radio, and they want to hear this exclusive conversation, okay? We've got a complete lineup for you tonight. We'll be right back on in seconds. Hi, my name is Kezia Alford. For more information on my music, please go to keziaalford.com. That's K-E-Z-I-A-A-L-S-O-R-D.com or find it online at any digital outlet. I pray that my music blesses your soul. And you are currently listening to Let's Talk America with Jane of Thornton. Welcome back, everyone. You should know that this April we celebrate three years on the air. It is our third anniversary, and we are very excited and privileged to be with you for three full years, and we expect to be on with you for another full year. More than three, hopefully, certainly. Uh, And thank you for our uh, listeners out there from Columbia, South Carolina. I certainly appreciate all of the support there. Well, everyone, if you've listened to this show, then you know that it is time for our inspirational quote of the night. And this is where I highlight uh, quotes that I believe are quite moving that would make an impact, okay, wherever you are in life. Well, and tonight it comes from Beverly Seals. Beverly Seals, a well-known American opera singer, once said, you may be disappointed if you fail, but you are doomed if you don't try. Wow. Again, the quote for tonight's segment comes from Beverly Seals, and it goes something like, you may be disappointed if you fail, but you are doomed if you don't try. You know, I think our words speak for themselves. Uh, Very powerful, very moving. You have to try, 
in life, right? And sometimes you may fear failure. Maybe sometimes you're hesitant of it. Maybe you experienced failure before with other projects or other moves or major life decisions. But you are truly doomed if you don't try because, hey, after all, you will never know. So I wish you a life of much success but also a life of many trials and attempts at succeeding, okay? That's the only way you ever reach the top for sure. So may that uh, inspire you on many levels, again, no matter where you are in your life this Tuesday night. Well, everyone, I am very excited to welcome in Dr. Bob Arnott. I'm not going to hold it up anymore. He's going to talk about the health benefits of coffee. So message all of your coffee drinkers right now. Let them know that they have been justified for years in drinking coffee. But yet, it's not that simple. Dr. Bob Arnott tells us what type of coffee. He gives his medical argument. It's his perspective. So check it out. Stay with us. We'll be back on in seconds. Hi, this is Cynthia from Atlanta, Georgia. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with Shannon Thornton. Listeners of your national award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America, it is Tuesday night, and I'm excited and honored to have on um, a journalist, an award-winning journalist, let me point that out, and he's also a New York Times bestselling author. Of course, I'm talking about a very uh, recognizable gentleman. Uh, many of us have seen him on the tube um, a lot of our lives. I'm talking about Dr. Bob Arnott. He is with us on Let's Talk America this Tuesday night. Welcome to Let's Talk America Radio. Yeah, it's just wonderful to be here with you on Tuesday night. What a pleasure. What a great show. Oh, thank you so much. And what an honor, of course. And many recognize you from CBS and NBC as the chief medical correspondent. Tonight, we are putting the focus on something a lot of people may not think of necessarily as a, a health benefit. I'm talking about coffee, uh, which I uh, grew up watching my parents drink um, most mornings. My grandmother loved coffee. Um, and, you know, a lot of us say, well, it's just coffee. It's no big deal. It's one of those drinks you can have or not have. But, Dr. Um, Arnott, I know you would beg to differ. You've got some great and latest uh, developing information about the health benefits of coffee. So what's so interesting about this, Sheena, you know, is that for years we thought that coffee was bad for you because okay. when you looked at what coffee drinkers did, they, they often drank more, smoked more, overate, were overweight. And so everybody just assumed that coffee was bad for you. But a landmark study out of uh, the Harvard School of Public Health of 5 million consumer years of coffee drinking showed a 15% decrease in all-cause death for women and a 10% for men. So increasingly, many doctors are beginning to say that coffee is the new superfood. Okay. Wow, coffee is a new superfood. Now, that's something uh, to think about. You know, we think about eating or taking our fish oil supplements and, and vitamin D and so much we're saying, well, this is going to help us um, with heart disease. And even there's been shown some studies say that vitamin D and other supplements may help lower your chances of certain cancers. But you're saying here's this new superfood that's really been with us most of our lives. And the interesting thing about it, too, Shane, is that when you look at the studies, there are you know, myriad numbers of studies in terms of coffee and decreasing the risk of heart disease, most of the major cancers, diabetes, wow. even helping with weight control. Now, the reason for this is that coffee is the number one source in the American diet of something that we call a polyphenol. Okay. As you've covered on the show before, the polyphenol is what makes fresh fruits, vegetables, red wines, and green teas healthy for you. And again, coffee's the number one source of them. But, Shana, not all coffees are created. 
Okay. We did a research project looking all across the planet at coffees, and we found a tenfold difference in terms of the amount of these polyphenols. The top score was 35,000, the best of these polyphenols. The bottom score was about 1,500. So in other words, you had a 20 times difference. And clearly, these really, really good copies are wow. unbelievably healthy for you. And it's why I, I encourage people to you know, get really good copies that have these high amounts of uh, polyphenols in them. You know, Dr. Arnott, we have many listeners um, that come from different backgrounds, but we've had some that have uh, written to us and called in talking about the D word, diabetes. We've had endocrinologists on uh, previously who've talked about how rampant this disease is in the U.S. right now and a lot of Western civilization. But, you know, what's the connection between uh, perhaps reducing uh, deaths from diabetes, rather, and coffee? So the interesting thing is, is there are many very good studies looking at coffee and trying to figure out what the link is. You know, clearly they've seen the link that people who drink more coffee have less diabetes. Now, as you know and have reported, about 95% of this adult onset diabetes is likely preventable, you know, with weight loss and diet and the right kinds of, you know, preventive measures. But a big part of that really is coffee because it helps us handle our blood sugar better than we otherwise would. And again, the higher your coffee is in these polyphenols, the more likely it is that it's going to be helpful in terms of diabetes. Wow, which is so rampant right now, millions living with it. Um, and that's just those who've been diagnosed, Dr. Arnott, not the ones who may be pre-diabetic or not even aware of it because they haven't been to an annual physical. I want to talk about the other D word. I want to talk about depression, which is also rampant. Here on Let's Talk America Radio, we've covered it with psychologists and psychiatrists. You know, what's the connection between depression and caffeinated coffee? So here's the interesting thing. Another big study out of the Harvard School of Public Health showing that the more coffee that women drank, coffee, caffeinated coffee, as you point out, the less their risk of depression and dysphoria. So you would say, well, how would this be? Well, inflammation is a big driving force behind depression. And so with the inflammation, you're making much less of this feel-good neurotransmitter we call serotonin. Okay. That's the one that so many of these antidepressants work on. Yes. So basically you're able to make more of this serotonin, as the theory goes, if you're drinking more coffee. Women who had four cups of coffee a day had a much lower risk of depression than women who had no coffee at all. Wow. Now tell me this. We focus on women. Of course, many individuals associate depression with women, but we have had experts on that say men suffer from it too. Um, a lot of times it's hidden. So our men matter. You know, can coffee decrease depression risk in our men also? Well, you know, there was a wonderful study done in Finland. I talked to a Finnish radio host yesterday. Okay. And men who drank eight cups of coffee a day had a much <laughs> lower risk of depression. So sure, it works well for men and women. I did just want to call attention to your viewers that if you want to learn a lot more about this with wonderful videos on exercise and yes. all of the various health components, it's, it's got a funny name, but it's drdangercoffee.com. Okay. And on that site, you know, I've laboriously put together all these different videos. And Shane, you know, a wonderful message, which is that the coffee is doing you a lot of good. But, you know, if you reward the farmers who grow this for you by buying a little bit better bean that's going to have much higher amounts of polyphenols, you're helping them and their families. Okay. Because they're able to, you know, they're going to have. 
urge to grow a better bean. For instance, the best bean we found was on the southwest slope of Mount Kenya. Okay. We found I was I was calling around and it said, you know, Kenyan coffee beans. I called this woman. I could barely understand a word. And then suddenly I thought from her and I go, uh, what's your Kiswahili? She goes, Dio. She goes, well, did you put the Kiswahili wapi? So we had this <laughs> long conversation in Swahili. She sent us her coffee and it tasted very well. Very wow. Nice. Okay. Now, so you're saying all, but you, you, I want to make this clear. I want to put words in your mouth. And, of course, it's Tuesday night, listeners. You're listening to the award-winning uh, medical correspondent, Dr. Bob Arnott. He is on Let's Talk America Radio. We're talking about the health benefits of coffee, above all things. I know that may be a shock to some, but uh, you make a strong argument, uh, Dr. Arnott, that uh, coffee has its health benefits. But you're saying, let me not put words in your mouth, that all beans are not created equal, right? And if so, what does that mean or equate to for um, coffee? drinkers. So, you know, just like there are huge myriad different kinds of tastes of wines, you know, the coffee bean has huge what we call biological diversity. Okay. Huge differences in taste traits and enormous differences in what we call the bioactive compounds that make you healthy. So again, we have found coffees at the 35,000 level and we have found coffees at the 2,000 level. So an enormous difference. You know, on this Dr. Nature coffee site, you'll find a lot of this literature. If you go to coffeereview.com, an independent site, you'll know, you buy their better coffees. In general, you're looking for a higher altitude. You know, I love the coffees that come from the high altitudes in Kenya and Ethiopia in particular. Colombia also has some very nice high altitude coffees, okay. as does Brazil. But wonderful taste treats, too. You know, I encourage, I say, coffee's either the best or the worst thing you do every day. If you have a frappuccino, you know, you've thrown in 600 extra calories of okay. sugar. But, you know, the black coffee, if you drink it with a light roast, and that's the key because it preserves all these polyphenols, you'll suddenly notice that there's sugars in there and berry flavors. I see. And almonds and nuts. And just a tremendous taste treat that most of us have been deprived of because we either burn our coffee in a very dark roast okay. or we load it up with cream and sugar. Wow. So just like, I, I want to put words in your mouth again, but just like chocolate, which so many people love, including myself, it's healthier the darker the chocolate. So you're saying the darker the coffee, would that be fair to say it's likely more healthy? So here's the interesting thing. You're right. The darker the chocolate, the healthier. The darker the coffee, the more of the good stuff you have burned out. So you want to have okay. the lightest roast that still tastes good. Remember, light doesn't mean a light coffee. Yes. You can have a very bold, vigorous coffee. But the lighter roast, they're harder to do, but they preserve many more of these polyphenols and health ingredients. That's the real trick to this. I see. The other is grind your own. Yeah, you okay. roll your one point in your life, but by grinding your own, you're releasing all these wonderful flavors and you're unlocking these health benefits and they go away quick. If you grind coffee and leave it around, remember oxygen is the greatest enemy of all of these bioactive compounds. Okay. So grind it and drink it as quickly as you can. So have the same mentality as often we have been told about vegetables, right? Don't overcook it because you're really cooking out a lot of the great nutrition out of it. Shana, that is the best point I've heard okay. all week. That is such a great point. Okay. They're exactly analogous to vegetables because, first of all, yes, you don't want to over-roast your coffee like you don't want to overcook your vegetables, but also you want those vegetables snap fresh. Okay. Same is true of your coffee. 
you know, it's preserved in the bean until you grind it. So keep it snap fresh, grind it, and drink it right away. You know, uh, we're talking about the health benefits of coffee with uh, the award-winning, uh, everyone knows him. He's been on the television for many years, Dr. Bob Arnott. He's with us right now talking about, again, the benefits of coffee. Now, you've made some strong arguments. You mentioned the study from Harvard where it even stated that men that drank eight coffees a day had a better chance of beating depression. But, you know, the obvious question is going to come, and, and I'm not a physician like you, and, and maybe there are physicians out there who uh, would agree or disagree, but are there any health risks associated with drinking too much coffee? Because, hey, I know that study, I believe, that you spoke of was caffeinated coffee. I mean, eight cups, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but would that have someone a little extra wired, doctor? <laughs> so, Shana, it's a great point, because my motto is know your caffeine limit. This okay. Website called, I think it's called Caffeine Informer, and you can look up how much caffeine is in, you know, your various different uh, coffees or energy drinks. Our coffee, Dr. Danger, is a little lower coffee, and the phenols displace some of the caffeine, so you that nice, smooth energy. But you're right, look at there are a lot of us who can't have four cups of coffee a day, and I am one of them. You know, there's a gene that either allows you to quickly process caffeine okay. slowly. You think quickly are the ones, you know, you go out to dinner with a night, have a pot of coffee, and they're asleep an hour later, right? <laughs> That's right. Nice shift coffee afternoon. I'm awake all night. Those are special That's people that can go to sleep after a pot of coffee. <laughs> You're probably a fast processor. So I would say, look, it really, you know, be responsible and know your caffeine. Okay. If I had four cups of coffee, I'd be driving people off the road with a SWAT team tailing, right? <laughs> I mean, I know my limits. You know, whether it's energy drinks or coffee or, or tea, you know, know that little limit because you will get a little fidgety and anxious and jaggy and okay. short-tempered if you have too much caffeine. And that's why, too, I say pick a cup of coffee with super high polyphenols with all of these wonderful health benefits in it because... One cup of coffee might have 300 milligrams in it. Another might have six. I see. You're going to have to have a ton of that coffee with the six milligrams. Okay. But you can get away with a single cup of the one that has the 300 milligrams in it. The other really good trick, though, Shane, is just we went to decaf coffees and found some Ethiopian coffees. Okay. They're grown at high altitude at spectacular polyphenol levels. But virtually no caffeine, so you could drink it all day long. And it's what I do. I have one or two cups of caffeinated coffee in the morning, and I drink these wonderful decafs all day long. They've had a terrible reputation, but the good decafs are as good as any caffeinated coffee. I love them. Okay, but and most of the health benefits that have been studied um, over the years from New England Journal of Medicine um, to Harvard Review, Medical Review, it's mostly focusing on the caffeinated coffee, though. Is that fair to say, Dr. Arnott? Well, it's interesting, you know, there, there are studies, there was a depression study actually done with a decaffeinated coffee. Okay. Well, even in that big Harvard study, they said, you know, what's healthy in the coffee? And they say, you know, most, what they, what they theorize is that it's likely all of these phenol and anti-inflammatory compounds okay. that are the healthiest part of the coffee. Yes. And it's not the caffeine. The caffeine gives you, wakes you up, gives you psychic benefits. Yes. They help a little bit with depression, but it's really the anti-inflammatory components. Start to look at that coffee bean like you would a vegetable. Okay. You know, that has those wonderful nutrients in it that are going to be so good and so healthy for you. 
You know, so everyone know, again, you are listening to the voice of Dr. Bob Arnott, award-winning journalist uh, known to be on CBS, NBC, and other uh, television outlets. We're talking about the health benefits of coffee. Um, so you just said it doesn't necessarily have to be caffeinated, right? It can be decaffeinated because it's what's in the beans in the coffee that counts, not necessarily the caffeine. Um, we have listeners, um, some suffer with um, hypertension or high blood pressure, as you know, that are not being in a doctor. You know that very well, that topic. You know, if they're touching or drinking the caffeinated coffee, is there a link between the caffeine and higher um, blood pressure readings? It's such a great point. You know, there have been a lot of studies on caffeine and high blood pressure and coffee, and they tend to show that, you know, there really isn't that big increase in blood pressure pulse you'd expect. You might have a little pop-up, you know, okay. when you drink it, but, you know, a lot of studies don't seem to show the link. However, again, if you cast to somebody that is a slow caffeine processor, then be careful because, indeed, your blood pressure pulse might I drop. See. Half the population as this gene, as it has a long, complicated name, it's called CYA1A2. Okay. And if you have the 1F version, F for flunk, you're going to be a very slow processor. Now, you probably know this 23andMe company. You can have that test on there. Maybe your doctor yes. can order one. But, you know, if you're someone who can't have one a cup of coffee, you're a slow processor. And that's where you really do want to be wary because for those people, who are very slow caffeine processors, too much caffeine could increase your blood pressure and could even slightly increase your risk of heart disease rather than decreasing it. So, again, it's a point you made so well, Shana. Know your caffeine tolerance. Wow. You are listening to Let's Talk America Radio, something I did not know. Dr. Bob Arnott just shared um, that you can be a slow coffee processor. And I guess a lot of times we don't think of that. We're thinking, well, hey, it's a drink like water or soda. I can drink it. But you're saying everybody's body um, is different, and we can process different foods completely different from one another. Right, doctor? You really can. You know, the liver processes, uh, you know, different foods. One of the big, most interesting things that you reported on the microbiome. Yes. You know, what are the bacteria in your gut? And the really good copies have a very good effect on the microbiome and proving it. And as they do that, they also help to process all of these wonderful polyphenols in the gut and then deliver them into your bloodstream where you're going to get those health benefits. So wow. it's critically important, as you point out. And one of those health benefits possibly could be losing weight. You know, it, here we're already in the start of the year. Many people have said, I'm going to lose these 20 pounds. I've got to lose it. Is there a connection between weight loss and coffee? Well, you know, I don't want to make it like it's the magic bullet. However, you know, if you were to design a food that was like the best ever for weight loss, you would want something that had no calories. Okay. Uh, didn't spike your blood sugar. It was Correct. pretty anti-inflammatory. Helped you handle blood sugar, burned fat, increased metabolic rate, provided extra energy and alertness, and was a sumptuous taste treat. And that describes coffee perfectly. <laughs> well, listen, yes. I was about to say that that exists. <laughs> well, that's coffee. Oh, wow. You know, I you know I don't want to. Exaggerate. I mean, look, you're going to burn maybe another 100 or 150 calories a day. Okay. And if you use the coffee instead of eating, you have that cup of coffee, it's a big net gain. So, yes, it can help in a diet. It's a great reward. Reach for that cup of coffee. Enjoy those taste treats from the coffee instead of having something to eat. Don't dump in the cream and sugar. Okay. It can be a, it can be a, uh, a dieter's dream. You drink coffee along with whatever their weight loss program is. You 
Oh, yeah. Exercise, but it's detailed, and a great diet. But the more coffee they drank, the healthier their overall vascular system. So coffee's a great boost, and it definitely does help with weight loss. Oh, wow. What a powerful point you make. Uh, there are those that say, well, you know, I have a craving for something. Um, and there's the protein shake that I hear so much about at many of the uh, stores sell and tell me those benefits. And there's that sports drink that's going to hype me up because I'm a little sleepy. Um, should someone uh, possibly choose a cup of coffee, uh, dark chocolate, uh, or dark, dark, excuse me, coffee rather that's healthy, looking at the beans? Um, or should they stick with that sports drink or protein shake? Because I know those sports drinks can have a a lot of calories, right, Doctor? You know, we can't say, you know what I do? I, I compete in these grueling races between the Hawaiian Islands. Wow. Know, 32 miles, 20-foot waves, 35-dot winds. And I fuel up with coffee before I take off. You know, an hour before the race, I take the coffee. Amazing. It liberates lots more fat, so I'm burning fat. The caffeine obviously psychs me up, so I do better. So, you know, before a workout, caffeine is great to do. Now, there is a role for these sports drinks during their long competitions. The more sugar you have in your system as you're competing, the better you are. Now, that doesn't mean getting on an exercise bike at one mile an hour and chatting with your friend and having two sports drinks. But, you know, if you're really out there mixing it up, you know, these sports drinks have a, you know, have a very powerful role. But um, otherwise, you know, if you're going to go out and do an hour's worth of exercise, Boy, is coffee a great way to be able to burn fat and have lots of energy. You know what? Time trial was done at the University of Birmingham, and they showed that cyclists who drank coffee before went 5% further and were a lot more powerful in terms of their maximum power output with coffee than, it, than those who didn't. So it, it's a great energy drink without wow. a nice, you know, nice smooth energy source uh, you know, through your day, doesn't spike your blood sugar. Of yeah. course, you must get no calories. And, of course, you can tell I'm, I'm a pretty big fan. You are. Who knew all these years that, that uh, what was in that cup that my grandmother was drinking was actually healthy for her after all. Before you leave us, Dr. Bob Arnott, again, it's an honor to have you on Let's Talk America Radio. Uh, we've admired your journalistic work for years. Uh, great work, and uh, clearly you uh, continue to educate all of us on the health benefits out there. Uh, where can our national and international listeners go for more information about you, uh, more health tips, or the benefits of coffee? So we put a lot of work into this website, which is called drdangercoffee.com, just like it sounds. And you'll, I've done a lot of videos there about helping your family, helping families in Africa, about the exercise components, about the health components. Lots of videos. It's all there. It's a real trade. And Sheena, thanks for being so inspirational. I feel oh. uplifted just by being on the air with you. Uh, <laughs> that means a lot coming from you. You're a friend of Let's Talk America Radio, Dr. Bob Arnott. Bold Favor Magazine is the leadership lifestyle magazine where we highlight bold people, organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Subscribe, read, advertise, and enjoy, and understand how 103,000 people have subscribed to our list with substantial followings on Instagram and Twitter. To expand your brand to include professional profiles and spotlights, enjoy a mutually beneficial partnership beyond the magazine, call or email us today, 
www.boldfavormagazine.com, info at boldfavormagazine.com, or 866-611-3753. The future favors the bold. Be fearless in all you do. Bold Favor Magazine. This is DJ Nicholas, Gospel Radio Artist from Kingston, Jamaica, and you're listening to Let's Talk America. Keep it locked. Welcome back, everyone. You know, those who are health conscious are probably familiar with nutrition expert Joy Bauer, who is uh, has been in the game of nutrition for a very long time. In fact, for the past 25 years, she has coached so many people on how to stay healthy by simply eating right. Now, we know that's not always easy for Americans in 2016, but her latest challenge is an intriguing one. She's developed a series of nutritional tips and recipes tailored specifically for those with a lesser-known gastro condition called Extreme Pancreatic Insufficiency, or EPI for short. That's the acronym. I want to know more about this because I don't know much about it at all. Joy, of course, is a registered dietitian, and she joins us uh, tonight to talk about some uh, GI-friendly nutritional tips and some easy-to-prepare recipes that show how people um, with the condition can get the nutrients they need. Welcome to Let's Talk America Radio, Joy. and honored. Of course, your name is well known by many. Um, so many people struggle to eat right, but what's interesting is this condition, um, the acronym EPI. You know, you have to tell me more about it. Simply, who is at risk and what are the symptoms, Joy? Uh, first, let me say that I'm, I'm thrilled to have partnered with Abby to bring awareness to this condition because very, very few people know about it. So like you mentioned, EPI, and that's all anybody needs to remember, Okay. <laughs> sort of elaborate term is exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. Okay. And, and here's what that means. So your pancreas produces enzymes, protein enzymes, that then breaks down the foods that we eat so that we can absorb all of the good stuff, the nutrition within them. So, for example, you eat a sandwich, and that sandwich is then broken down. It's, it's a combination of protein, carbohydrate, and fat. Wow. What is for our body to actually absorb all those three macronutrients and all of the, the nutrition, the vitamins and minerals that are within them, we need enzymes. And it's the pancreas that produces those enzymes. So with this condition, the digestive condition, EPI, your pancreas is not producing enough of these enzymes so that, you know, you're not having proper digestion. And the symptoms can range from chronic diarrhea to gas to bloating to just abdominal discomfort. And because a lot of people don't know about EPI, sometimes they just automatically assume it's, you know, just the way that they have to live. Yeah. That it's another one of the more well-known GI conditions. Um, maybe they think it's a gluten problem. Maybe they think it's IBS. Maybe they just think that they, you know, were born to have yeah. chronic diarrhea. So, so it's really important to know that this exists and then okay. to speak with your physician because if you do speak with your physician and, and you find out, in fact, that you do have EPI, there are a lot of things that you can do to control or to manage the symptoms. 
Wow. Information is key. Of course, you're tuned in to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America Radio. I'm excited to have nutritional expert Joy Bauer on with us. She is explaining and breaking down a condition known as EPI. Where uh, Joy, I, I'm blown away. I'd never heard of it. You're right. I have friends who um, have digestive issues, and they say, well, I'm kind of wired like this. My mom and dad have it, um, which doesn't mean necessarily they're not, but you brought up a point that we have to follow up and get it checked out. Let me ask you this. You said that a lot of times it's misdiagnosed for other things, perhaps irritable bowel syndrome or other conditions, and, and probably to a, a small degree, even Crohn's disease it may be thrown in with. Is this because, from your opinion, that maybe physicians um, just maybe aren't as educated on it as other physicians? What would be your guess? Well, you know, right now the big mission is to bring awareness so that, you know, we can be our own advocates and we can, you know, start to document what we're eating, the time of the day, how we're feeling, and then make an appointment with your physician so that, you know, in fact, together you can come up with the appropriate diagnosis. Um, You know, certainly if people are experiencing some of the symptoms that we talked about, it doesn't mean that you have API. But it is, you know, one of the things, one of the many things when when you you talk about GI disorders or conditions, that it could be. Um, You know, we have it set up on the website, identifyepi.com. There's everything that you need to know in order to, you know, make a decision and figure out if, in fact, this is something that you do want to go and talk with your doctor about. And the other cool thing is that I developed um, a flea. I love to (laughs) really uh, sort of drive home the point that it's completely free. It's a nutrition guide that goes over all of the things that you need to know and that could really be incredibly helpful if, in fact, you are diagnosed with EPI. And so, for example, you know, nutrition is key for so many things. And eating the right foods can really catapult anyone on top of their game. But with EPI, it's a little bit different because there are certain things that you need to do to help to manage your symptoms. So, for example, you want to eat smaller portions frequently throughout the day because you don't want to sort of overstuff or overtax your pancreas and your digestive tract. The other thing is to stay well hydrated because you definitely want to help to keep things moving along. Okay. And I I think the the most important thing is that all of the recipes that I included within this booklet, of course they're delicious. I promise you there are things like, you know, banana zucchini walnut muffins, and I have scraps, and I have a really interesting yummy spin on French toast that I incorporate almonds.
you know, it, it's the time I think everybody's starting to think about, you know, hitting the beach, yeah. warmer weather, and taking better care of themselves. So it's just a win-win. I love it. And, Joy, I know before you leave us, you're an expert, obviously, on nutrition, on diet. Um, but, you know, on this show, we keep talking about issues that concern so many Americans. Diabetes, type 2, uh, seems to be so rampant right now. Obesity is not easy um, to uh, get rid of or abolish, but we know there's a direct link between that and type 2 diabetes. Um, quickly, before you leave us, any quick tip for those who are struggling uh, with obesity? Absolutely. I would say that if you want to just do one thing that will really have a tremendous payoff. I would say to incorporate a produce item into each and every meal. So go out of your way to put either a fruit or a vegetable into your breakfast, okay. to your lunch, and into your dinner. And the reason is is because produce is high volume and it's low calorie and it's loaded with fiber. So it's going to fill you up okay. instead of filling you out. And also it showers your body with nutrition. There are vitamins. There are minerals. Amazing. There are antioxidants. So that would be my number oh, one. I love that. Joy, and that sounds simple enough. So one piece of produce with every meal. I love it. Thank you, Joy, for joining us on Let's Talk America Radio. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shana Thornton. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. Welcome back, listeners. You know, a unique program is launching, showing consumers how their waistline, that's right, your waistline, can affect their bottom line. Now, shoppers can save money by buying nutritional food at the grocery store. Now, you know, here on Let's Talk America Radio, we're always talking about trying to keep healthy, and of course, we're all on a budget. Now, here to explain the connection between long-term health and financial well-being is Michael Dowdy, president of John Hancock Insurance. He's also also joined by Dean Darius uh, Mosarfran. I hope I got that right. I may not have. I, I do apologize, Dean, from the Friedman School of Nutrition Science and Policy at Tufts University to discuss the role of nutrition and healthy lifestyle. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Now, um, let me ask this question to you first, Michael. Tell us about this program. What is it all about? Because it sounds pretty innovative. Yeah, well, thanks for asking. It's a uh... It really, this is really an extension of something that we launched last year when we became the first life insurance company in the U.S. to reward our customers for healthy living. And it, we basically gave people the opportunity to save on their life insurance premiums but also earn other valuable rewards and discounts by just doing the small things that are going to lead to a longer, healthier life, like going to the doctor, uh, walking that extra mile. And now we're adding to that where we're going to be able to reward them for eating right. Wow. The way the program works is we've got um, a network of about 16,000 grocery stores all across the U.S. There's 70 major chains, and our customers are going to be able to save on the healthy foods that they buy at the grocery store um, up to $600 a year. Wow. And I don't know about you all, but $600 can go a long way, especially for a family. Now, I want to turn my side to you, Dean uh, Mozaffarin. Hopefully I got that right. Uh, just how big of an impact can these changes have on uh, the average American? 
So, you know, it's really remarkable now. Um, poor diet is the single leading cause of poor health in this country, and, and it's, you know, not very well addressed by the healthcare system. So that irony is why we spend almost $3 trillion a year on, on, on healthcare. Wow. Uh, and so we really need other innovative ways to address our poor diet. And, you know, really small changes can really make a difference. Lots of research has shown just eating a little bit more uh, minimally processed healthy foods can, can make a big difference. But people are we're really, really confused about what's the right answer and what to eat. And so we're really proud at Tufts. We're the only graduate school of, of nutrition in the country. We're really proud to be partnered with John Hancock to be their trusted partner, their trusted voice, to be sure that all the, the, the messages and, and uh, uh, the benefits uh, related to nutrition that the customers are getting are science-based. Wow. Dean, you brought up a great point that uh, a lot of individuals can be confused. And when we walk into the grocery store, right, um, there's a mom pushing a perhaps a buggy with her kids in it, and they're screaming, I want the potato chips, I want the puffs, um, I want the processed foods. You know, what should a parent do when they're saying, well, you know what, I have a picky eater, they're around four or five, and they want the processed foods. Not saying all processed foods are bad, but we know they often can be high in sodium um, and other elements that what would be your advice to that common American, uh, the average American, which is all of us, in terms of that? So, you know, I think that this is where, you know, we have to remember that, that prevention and public health and, and lifestyle is all about small changes. And Americans have realized that for seatbelts, for child seats, for helmets, you know, you'd never take your kid out of their car seat yeah. once a week just for fun. You'd never take out your seatbelt once a week just for fun, yeah. even though the risk associated with that, you know, that one time is tiny. But, you know, over a lifetime, it builds up and it adds up. Uh, you know, the same way, you know, you shouldn't give your kids, say, oh, it's just a hot dog, it's just goldfish crackers, it's just a highly sugary breakfast cereal, no big deal, because that, that's going to add up over time. It's going to lead to their, their lifetime of risk. It's going to change their dietary habits. So think of it like, you know, taking your kid out of a car seat. If they, if they would ask you to say that, you say no. Yes. Parents should, you know, just, just, just realize that the health of their, their child is, is crucial. And, and then the child will stop asking for those things once they get used to, to the healthy things. Or they'll ask for it once in a while. Yes, but doctor, you know that uh, changing habits can be tough, right? I know we can do it. We've had physicians come in here, such as yourself. We've had nutritionists or dietitians, exercise gurus who say we can do it. Um, but what would be your one powerful point of advice for someone that's saying, I want to be healthy? I hear you, doctor. I truly, truly do. Um, but, uh, you know, I grew up with a mom or dad who threw a lot of salt on food or fried eggs in the morning. Um, so here they are, 35 years old and they want to change, but you know, just as well as I do, that their taste buds have already said, you know what, that salt tastes good. All that sugar tastes great. You love the pasta. They eat the fettuccine every day. Well, so, you know, first, small changes make a difference, and second, you know, knowledge alone isn't enough. You know, you need to have other incentives. You need to have tracking. You need to have sort of teams of people to do this with together, and, and this is why you know, the, the John Hancock Vitality Program is so great because it really uses kind of a lot of science behind behavior change. It's not just about knowledge. It's also about tracking what you okay. do. It's also about providing financial and other incentives, kind of making it like a competition. Those are all the things that, that work why some, you know, personal monitors work for physical activity and, and, and so forth. Uh, so, you know, I think it's, it's not something you can do alone. It, there's kind of a myth that it's just willpower and it's just in the place. You know, the, the system has to help you, and, and there's not a lot of um, there's not a lot of incentive, unfortunately, in this country to prevent events. Right? Nobody benefits from a preventive event except all of society. Um, right. you know, both, 
health insurers, and life insurers are kind of national partners where they actually they benefit and the people benefit by prevention. So, so I think that you know small changes make a difference and find a system within which you can improve your health. Michael, the good doctor brought up incentives for individuals, right? How did you all determine which habits deserve special rewards? Well, our, you know, in our, in our business, we actually know what are the leading causes of mortality, and um, they've changed significantly in the last 30 years. So, but now, you know, well over half the deaths in America are really caused by really three bad habits that, that we all have: smoking, okay. exercising regularly, and having poor nutrition. And of the three of those, poor nutrition actually now dwarfs the other one. Oh wow. Um, so it's fairly easy for us to be, you know, um, the dean talked about the fact that this is this is based on science. It's really based on two kinds of science. The actuarial science is fairly it's fairly easy for us. The tougher part is the behavioral science. Yeah. How do you have a program that actually keeps people motivated? Um, I talk about the New Year's resolution effect, where yeah. you know you wake up on January, everybody's going to get in great shape. Um, <laughs>
telemedicine and a six-month physician-supervised weight loss program. Get Well Urgent Care is located in Douglasville, Georgia, Interstate 20, Exit 37. Call 404-937-3508 or go to www.getwellga.org. Hi, this is Pop Culture Correspondent Diana Vega in Washington, D.C., and you're listening to Let's Talk America radio show. Stay tuned. A good evening, listeners. Welcome back. I am here right now with a visionary for a very important issue, talking about sexual assault awareness. I'm here with Kenny York. She's a friend of Let's Talk America Radio. She's been on our program before. I have the opportunity to be live here on location at this very important event. You know, Kenny, you have to tell us, why put the spotlight on the issue that most people are very silent about? That's the problem right there. We should stop being silent. It's an epidemic that's happening right in our homes and our backyards. And if we want it to stop, the first thing that we have to do is start talking about it. Yeah, powerful. You know, there's some right now saying, I hear you, Kenny, but uh, this issue, it's not really my problem, right? I hear the rumors from perhaps my kids in school, from the neighbors down the street, even church members, but I just want to mind my business. How critical is it that others get involved to give a voice to those who can't speak for themselves? I like to think that is everybody's problem because you don't know what it is that your child is going through if you're not talking about it or your child's friend, and everybody is susceptible to getting sexually abused. It doesn't matter your color, your creed, your religion. We need to start talking about it because it's happening to the person that we're talking to on a daily basis. Sometimes we have to be our brother's keeper or our sister's keeper and be the voice for the person who can't speak up. You know, education is key, but there's so many moms and dads saying, I don't want it to happen to my kid, Kenny, but bringing that conversation up is very awkward. Maybe they're from a generation where their family didn't really talk about it. What would be your advice to those wanting to get the message out to their kids? My advice is get over the awkwardness. Your children are talking about it with their friends in school, and they're getting misinformation, and you are your child's first teacher in every instance. So you want to be the one to give your child the facts and not the myths. I love it. Now, we're talking to you before everything kicks off tonight, but what sort of uh, activities will take place in this very important program? I'm so excited. we got a lot going on. We have a comedy show, a fashion show. We have a mini concert. We actually have live art happening right now before our very eyes. Giveaways, raffles, all kind of great goodies. Wow. And now this is, what, the third annual? This is our fourth. Fourth annual. Awesome. And you're going to continue to have this year to year, right? Yes. And the, the hope is that it grows. Very nice. Mm-hmm. If individuals are listening in right now, from San Diego or uh, Dallas, Texas, Kenny, where can they go for more information? For more information, I say visit my website, KennyYork.com. No, that's my old website, KennyEnterprises.com, and that's Kenny with an I. We love it. You're a friend of Let's Talk America Radio. As you know, we are at this amazing event in Atlanta, Georgia. Today is Saturday, April the 9th. Let your voice be heard. Now, the program just wrapped up. We had the amazing opportunity to hear from the one and only Tamiko Pugh. She was a featured guest speaker. You know, Tamika, you shared some very personal uh, testimonies with us. Why was it important for you to be a part of this? It was extremely important for me to be a part of this because I believe that testimony is a powerful force. I believe that when we share our testimonies, um, we give other people the opportunity to have hope and to give them the opportunity to heal. Wow. You know, when you talk about healing and hope, people can be inspired by other people. You shared publicly what a lot of people would not. Why was it important for you uh, to be so sincere and upfront? I think it's because um, I think about 
when I was on the other side, when I still, you know, was playing the victim role, um, I didn't really have anyone that was transparent enough that I can look at and say, you know what, I can draw some type of hope or there's light at the end of the tunnel. So I just want people to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel and that you can move forward and have a normal life. Awesome. For those right now listening to us um, from all over the country, maybe they know someone who's suffering in silence. Maybe it's them. They're saying, it happened 25 years ago. The world is telling me to move forward, but they know there's a period where there needs to be healing. What would be your advice? My advice would be to journal, first of all. That's the first thing you can do is to journal because when you journal, it's something about writing that allows you to heal. Um, And then not only that, just to um, go through that whole forgiveness process. Not only the person that may have hurt you, but you have to forgive yourself. Sometimes we forget to forgive ourselves and we walk around upset with us. And so forgive yourself. Wow. Great words of wisdom. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm not a survivor just because I lived through the attempted murder on my life. I'm a survivor because in spite of the attempted murder, I never gave up. This is Sherry Graves, author, inspirational speaker, and CEO of Beyond Your Scars. I'm very excited to partner with Shana Thornton, host of Let's Talk America. For 25 years, I've lived with second and third degree burn scars covering 30% of my body and a house fire that was set to kill me. Now, that flame continues to burn as my living testimony. I invite you, I challenge you to join my Embrace Your Scars and Redefine Your Beauty Experience campaign. I really need your help to spread the word that there is beauty in the deepest places of our scars. My mission is to set a new trend that will spread throughout the world. Connect with me on my website, www.sherrygraves.com, where you can also purchase my tell-all book, A Fire Within, Someone Set a Fire and Let Me Forget, inspired by my true life story. And stay tuned for the debut of my Beyond Your Scars YouTube channel and blog. As a licensed clinical social worker, I offer personal development keys at my seminars, keys that help transform how I feel about myself. Now, I'm sharing these same keys to empower you to feel better about yourself. As a survivor of sexual assault, domestic violence, and attempted murder, I represent women and men all around the world. If you are looking for a speaker, someone who not only works in my professional career with survivors of abuse, but because of my own personal experiences with these same victimizations, my passion is to share love, hugs, and education in support of your organization. Email me at f and the number one grave at msn.com to join my campaign and simply say, Sherry, I want to be a part of keeping the flame burning. Thank you, God, for healing my deepest wounds, transforming them and redefining what true inner beauty is to me. Now, I feel you to embrace your scars. I'm Sherry Graves. Love you. As always, stay blessed. Thank you. Well, everyone, that is an official wrap for tonight's segment. Of course, tonight is Tuesday, April the 12th, 2016. We'll be back on next Tuesday night, same time, same place. You have to stick with us. Continue to hashtag LTA Radio. LTA Radio, as you listen in to us for the very first time with the live streaming or the fifth time on Replay Podcast on iTunes or by visiting our website. Again, our website, do check it out. Uh, learn more about our national sponsors and partners. More about me 
and upcoming show guests, visit www.letstalkamerica with Thornton.com, and you can send any feedback uh, from the website also, or I'll save you a little time. You can send information, any questions to letstalkshana at gmail.com. Well, you know we love great conversation here, news talk for everyone, but we also love fabulous music. And tonight I'm very excited to feature the tunes of Cornell Morale. Cornell Morale out of Texas, what an amazing voice. Check it out. If you like his music, put his name in your favorite search engine and do support the artist. A special thank you to everyone who's connected, great independent artists, to this show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We've also, of course, had some artists who are assigned to major labels and mid-side labels, uh, and we are very thankful for you also. Do know that. Stick with Let's Talk America Radio. We deliver news talk for every single member of your household. We will continue to be with you in 2016. It's your year. It's our year. Let's pursue it together. We will chat next Tuesday night. Of course, again, the music of Carnell Morale will close us out. The song is titled My Atmosphere. Have a great week, everyone. Make it a productive one. Let's Talk America with your host, Shana Thornton, is an entity of Pageant & Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content, original, copyright 
lift your hands right here and say, My Right in front of you, lift those hands and say, Everywhere you go, he's in your ass. Come on, come on, come on and say it again, Jesus. Hallelujah, he's in. Bless you, God. Give me three parts, y'all, and just say, Jesus. Give him glory now. Come on and worship him. 